On 11-16, SEM, the Four Diego's. Murray Goats wants to be careful not to get caught in position back there near the corner flag, has done. Now this is four in a row, this is dangerous. He'll loop it past and into the back of the net. Eugene Galekovic couldn't stop that one. You could see that coming from a mile away because once Bruno Fornaroli is in that zone, he locks, he loads, he fires, he scores. He's here now, right corner flag, looping ball, looking for Brandon. That was handball, it had to be, it's a penalty. He had his arm up, Guardiola. It was at close range as the ball was headed towards him. The Spaniard was luckless, but it clearly came off a raised arm as the birds descend as if Alfred Hitchcock's called them in. And they need to bank a second goal. And if there's anybody who knows how that needs to be negotiated, it's Bruno Fornaroli, oh. who does the Paneka <laughs> oak here. <laughs> that is a little bit rude, but they don't care. They're 2-0 to the good. Goes towards the penalty area, goes inside. That's beautiful for Guardiola, and he gets one back, and he deserves it too. He's had a rough night, but from about a yard away from that beautiful Ben Garuccio cross from the left-hand side, Adelaide United have a lifeline. It's Melbourne City 2, Adelaide United 1, and it's game on again. Welcome to the Four Diego's final whistle. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you on this uh, Friday night. Hey, and thanks to Francis Leach, Grant Brebner and Jonathan Howcroft from the SEN call team. After a great call tonight, Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1 at Amy Park. Still waiting on a crowd figure. Bruno Fornaroli Fornaroli scored in the 11th minute and then scored a penalty, as you heard from Francis then, in the 56th minute. And then, what do you call him, Vinny? Pep 2. Pep 2. Guardiola scored in the 64th minute. Uh, Last week, there was a crowd of 8,076. Let's see if they can top that tonight. Vinny Venezuela, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Rodrigo. It's exciting to be here. Hello, everyone. It is. G'day, Carlos. Hello there, Rodrigo. Uh, I think they do an exit survey on the way out. They count on the way out rather than on the way in. Anyone who's driving down Swan Street sort of gets gets included. We didn't really want to talk about the crowd. G'day, Warren. How are you? You must be really happy. Yeah, and nothing. You cock a hoop? Yeah, I'm cock a hoop, all right. What a, it's been a good week for victory. Yeah. Oh, victory. Mm. It's been a good week for City it's, Yeah, with uh, two wins and a loss, a mm. close loss to Perth. So I'm, you yeah, gotta I'm keep, You've got to keep your composure. Yeah, that's it. Like you the do. Melbourne City team, because they used to get rattled a lot. Yep. Up until this year, they were a team just fell apart at the at the skerrick of pressure, right? <laughs> yes. City now, you're Warren, talking about. Yeah, City, that's right. Yep. Uh, City, Hart. Hardy, yeah. Hart slash City. Yeah. Now, Warren, <laughs> I want you to show that composure that your beloved city is showing at the moment, that nothing rattles them. Nothing. And I want you to be, I want you to have that, that, that <laughs> core of steel tonight. When we talk about the crowd figure. In the green room, we, we talk already about talked the fact about that, this. When we talk about the fact that Bruno does better without Timmy in the team. Surplus right? to needs Tim. Absolutely. When we start talking about <laughs> that, I want you to keep your composure. Like City do right now. They've got a firm underbelly. <laughs> firm. We want your underbelly Abs. to be firm tonight. Hey, give us a call, 94291116. It is the Four Diego's final whistle hotline, 94291116. Give us a call. It's your show tonight, as it always is, 
Uh, we'd love to talk to you about the game. If you're getting into your car now, stuck in a car park um, or on the, on the road, give us a call, 9429-1116 and, uh, or text us on 04339811116. Should we call it the Stay Firm hotline? You know? Why not? Stay firm. Why not? Let's Keep on Can, can I be on. a bit more radical than that? Okay. We'll talk about the game, sure. the, the, the nuances of the game oh, and how so it was the, played, and we'll break it right down. The, anal, the analysing of yeah, the game. Yeah, we will do that. We'll the do detail. a thorough, yes. detail, a, substan- a substantial analysis of yep. the whole thing. But if I can just throw in mm-hmm. that we still don't know how good City is. They're better than last year in that they're more resilient. We know that. But Adelaide had their chances tonight, Right. And Adelaide, they're a they're a injury ravaged Adelaide. No Holland, no Thurio, no slippery fish. Without a slippery fish, you're yeah, in trouble, Henrique. No. Oh, and Karuska, he's the one that uh, you know. Those four there, they're, they're walk up starts. They weren't in the side tonight. You know, they had a kitty like uh, O'Doherty running around. Jordan O'Doherty, good good player. Just a kitty running around. So it's no real measure. There's no no need to get carried away, Warren, with uh, the fact that they won <laughs> I, I, I don't know that Warren's actually getting carried away, Carlos. <laughs> stay you firm, know, stay composed. No, don't I'll let say, him get to you, Warren. No, Hold tight, son. No, this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> that almost when Melbourne City slash Heart were pathetic and we came in on Friday nights and they would either get thrashed or give up leads for draws or losses. And you'd go into your I shell. almost... I almost enjoyed those shows more because I knew <laughs> what I was going to get. Now, when they're good, I'm thinking to myself, I'm coming in and I'm going, this is going to be a great show for me personally and for City yep. fans. And then it goes on a tangent, led by you, Rodrigo, effectively. <laughs> and then Carlos just jumps on board. And now we're in a, I'm not allowed to celebrate because I've got to show resilience. Is that right? No, no. no. Our listeners are the ones that drive the agenda of this show. Yes, they I'm do. I'm just telling you, keep a lid on it because that was an injury ravaged Adelaide tonight and they <laughs> yeah. only beat him 2-1. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Warren. Calazzo wasn't playing. Oh, there was a number. He, Kale. Had, a, he had an ear operation, Calazzo. There you go. Yeah. He's off balance. <laughs> yep. you, know, um, you know, he rested. Super Tim. Super, yes. Yep. So, Jacobson. You know, Jacobson. I think yep. he's off for disciplinary yeah, reasons, right. Rodrigo. We'll explore yeah. that well, later. It, it, it's it's hard to play someone who wants to bell up your own players, <laughs> yeah. his own teammates. You'd be excited if you're a City person, really, given who, yeah, of who of they course. didn't have. Of course. The fact that they stop. turned it on. You of turned course. it on. You still turned it on. You still beat uh, Adelaide. Adelaide's yeah. a good squad. Don't under... You know, even yeah. without those plays, it's still a good competitive squad. If Carlos would stop talking and allow our listeners to get on the air, Rodrigo. Well, it's just about time. Tonight's show is brought to you by Tax Talk, Best on Plumbing, and the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College in Epping. Great sponsors of the show. Thanks for your sponsorship. And uh, 9429-1116, it is the final whistle hotline. We we could go, is City the real deal? Or mm. what was yours, Vinny? Firm. Stay firm. Stay firm. firm hashtag. There's a hashtag, stay firm, according to one of our SMSs. Oh, there you go. Let's go viral. <laughs> it's trending. <laughs> on Vine? You can, oh, no, sorry, that's finished. You can check out the 4 Diego's on Twitter, at 4 Diego's, Absolutely. Carlos. Do we have a Vine hashtag, <laughs> Carlos? Do we go on Vine? Or a meme? A, a meme? meme. No, 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 no. You make those. Warren, you've got Tinder, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's go to let's go to John in South Yarra. He's a Melbourne City supporter. G'day, John, and welcome to the final whistle. Across the middle of the road, that you didn't look for cars. Hey, John, hey. you're there. <laughs> right. Almost uh, knocked over a couple of fellas driving on my way home from the game. Oh, geez, be careful, John. Few, few too drink. Oh, they've had a few too many drinks, mate. Walking down 
the middle of uh, Turak Road. How are you, boys? Yeah, really good. Thanks for the traffic report there, John. Have you got uh, something for us? Um, Boys, look, I've just jumped on. I'm a big City fan, obviously. Uh, Look, I caught the uh, opening of your show tonight. I know there's a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, you you fellas, but I just wondered why you felt the need to make this the start of the show once again all about the crowd because it seems you... Pro victory rhetoric. Uh, type. Pro victory, yep. right? Yep. John, let, let's, John, let's get something straight here. The oh, only here pro we go. Vi- the here only we pro go. victory is Vinny Venezuela. Hi, John. Loud and proud. Uh, pro city, Warren Diego. I'm Yoshi. I'm the Diego Yoshi. Still trying to find the team. I've got to have a team. I don't know what it's going to be yet. And Rodrigo? I just can't get over the North Queensland Fury getting sacked. So, <laughs> exactly right. So, hey, I'm not that's just... clarified that, John. So, now, we. Look, I suppose when it comes to us talking about the crowd figure, it was only really to stir up Warren. It's not something that we want. We, we're anxious to know what the crowd is because we want to know whether there's an increment because of the Tim Kale factor and, and how well the team's playing at the moment. John, don't you keep you come back at him again because he's got he talks tough, Carlos, but he has got the softest underbelly of all of us, and I agree with you totally. This season is about building the Melbourne City crowd, not suddenly having vast numbers of human beings turning up. What did you feel like the crowd was there? Unlike Carlos, who couldn't bother to get along to the game tonight on the way of the show, how many do you think were there, John? Well, you know, usually we average about 10 to 11. I thought it was still around about that mark, to be honest. And I think the crowds have increased since Cahill's arrival. Um, One player doesn't make us the team, and I think we prove that tonight actually on the pitch and that's what we should be talking about which you finally got around to mentioning the actual players out of the uh out of our squad not just Adelaide's squad so there's a few missing there but um yeah, yeah, John I'll tell us tell us as a, as a as a Melbourne City supporter that we're joking about the crowd thing so let's get on to the game as a Melbourne City supporter you're, you're loud and proud you're a bloke who obviously you know long standing from the early days what's the difference this year in your mind, compared to the previous years? Really, I think it just comes down to the cleanliness with the passing, the foot skills. The, the quality with uh, Fernando Brandan and Luke, and the, the Bratton has brought so much to the table in that midfield. I mean, I worried about how we'd go without Aaron Moy in the side, but Bratton's just been a... Um, beautiful solution to that problem. To John, there, there was a question that I posed in the green room and I, you know, Rodrigo never raised his voice, but he shouted <laughs> me down on this one and Warren refused to answer it. But I'm going to ask you every caller tonight. You told me not to tonight. answer it. On the... I'm going to ask every caller. Um, it doesn't matter what they're asking. I'm going to ask them. Moy or Bratton? Oh, it's a tough one. Listen, if you had to take one for set pieces, it would be Aaron Moy. No, I, you I, can't I... be sitting on the fence here, John. It's Moy or Bratton. <laughs> I'll stick with Aaron Moy still. Okay, that's number one for Moy. I've got one for Moy. That's what I said, John. So did I, John. So did I. But I, I do like Bratton. He's very the best replacement you could get for Moy. For and sure. I'll keep my powder dry. So, John, hey, just before we let you go, what was the atmosphere like there tonight? Oh, I thought it was excellent. To be honest, uh, I'm, I'm part of the Melburnians. I thought we were pretty loud. I hope it reflected on the TV. Uh, the only problem I was going to say that we do have with... Uh, Bratton at the moment is we don't have a good chant for him. So if you boys could get callers to uh, send us a few chants, not, not much rise with Bratton. <laughs> All right, no, we can definitely... Saturn? Uh... Saturn? And 
Is he from Saturn? Saturn Sheets. And, and yeah. John, thanks for that, and thanks for getting on yeah. the phone and calling into Carlos into account and the I rest of the Diego. Just I... very quietly, John has to listen to it. I have to actually be in the studio to experience <laughs> it, which is a whole new, different feeling. And I will say this: no matter what the crowd number was or is, the I don't like using the active supporter group, even though I don't like using that term of Melbourne City is getting bigger and oh, yeah, bigger yeah, and louder and louder. Denidio no from doubt. Sydney is a man on his finger um, on the po- on the pulse. Uh, official crowd tonight, 10,053. Oh, okay. Well done. Five well figures. done. I've got to agree with you, Warren. I, you could actually hear them. They were making a lot of noise today. Yeah, they, and they did They did on um, Tuesday night as well. Got some callers lining up here. Thanks for that. 9429-1116 all night. We're on for two hours tonight. Want to talk about this game. G'day, Tim. You're in Berwick and welcome to the show. Hey, hey, fellas. Actually, I'm on my way to Berwick. The Monash is clear. So oh. there you go. <laughs> Thank you. That's another traffic report at uh, 18 past 10 on Friday night. Um, look, just before I say what I want about Chris B, seriously, the one thing that I'm seeing with this lineup, and really we've only got about two players from about a year ago in the same, like, of the same lineup in Chapman and um, Retray. Everyone else is pretty much replaced, but it's... Absolutely, the formation that they're playing. He's getting guys like Rose and Malik, I tell you, Malika and Musket coming in, and they are playing the role that they're supposed to play. That is it. But what I do want to say about Chris Beat, he was like Oprah Winfrey with the yellow cards tonight. The yellow card view. Yellow card view. It was crazy. I mean, that's two weeks in a row. What was that segment called? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but he used to give away a lot. Cars yeah. and their holiday. My favourite Chris- things or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, uh, there was, look, I've got to say, a good referee is one that I don't notice. And unfortunately, I noticed Chris Beath a couple of times tonight. And uh, I was a bit worried that, uh, and I know he's a, he's a little bit of a, a bloke that people love to hate, especially the opposition fans. Isaias is a, is a bloke who is always in the niggly stuff. And I think at one stage when Kilkenny hit the, hit the ground like he'd been shot, and uh, the referee reached for his pocket and thought he was going to give a second yellow to Isaias, which would have been a red. And, uh, and I thought that would have been an injustice. So I'm glad he didn't have the trigger going for that because that then would have ruined the game completely. But, uh, yeah, there were a couple of moments there, Tim, that I thought uh, Isaias, uh, not uh, the referee Chris Beath, uh, was a little bit, uh, you know, off his game a bit tonight. But before you go there, Tim, if you haven't gone already, Moy or Bratton? Oh, look, I've got to say Aaron Moy because he... His passing skills, seriously, I reckon he's the best 30-metre pass Australia's ever had. Okay. Hey, Tim, just off the text message here, smooth as satin, that's our Bratton. <laughs> do, you, do you like that? Yeah. Oh. That's not oh, bad. That's, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm liking that. All right. Smooth as satin, that's our Bratton. Keep them coming, zero yeah. four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Thanks for your call, Tim. Drive carefully. Hey, let's go to Ante in Sunshine. G'day, Ante. You thought I'd say that properly. <laughs> in Sunshine. G'day, Ante. Hi, guys, it's Ante. That's what I said. <laughs> Ante. Ante. Yeah, okay. Ante. Just worried with the goalkeeper situation. Just wondering when... Um uh, Tando Chavapi is going to come back. Chavapi. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, he's eating sushi in Japan at the moment there, aren't they? So, uh, no, he's not, a, not coming back, but there's a few people actually uh, asking questions about the, the goalkeeper. Uh, Sorensen, of course, on the bench. I don't think he'd be happy a professional who'd played, you know, uh, a thousands glit- of a, games, a, a glitter thousands. international career with Denmark and also uh, a glittering cl- career in uh, in the EPL. And he wouldn't be happy being number two to Bozanis at the moment. Who 
He's a little bit erratic. Best goalkeeper in the world, Carlos. As a kid? Yes, as a kid. As uh, Raph Benitez said. But he's a, I know he's a little bit erratic at times, uh, but his distribution is very, very special at times too. So it's good that it's good that Van Skip's giving him a run of games. Hmm. But he's got to be, you know, you know, defences get a little bit nervous when your keeper's a little bit shaky. And, uh, and you know, if they, if, they, if they drop points like they did against Perth, and the goalkeeper makes a, a few mistakes, you might find that uh, there might be a change back oh, to... I think it's going to happen. Uh, he, the order might be restored there. He did do what Lawrence Thomas couldn't <laughs> <laughs> and save the one from downtown that was looping over. It's so, true. Uh, kudos to him. Hey, 942-911-16, give us a call tonight. Matt is on the road. G'day, Matt. Welcome to the final whistle. Hey, you going, fellas? Great call tonight. Yes. Thank you. Having fun. Head, what do you think of the game? Uh, good game. But I was just wondering, uh, as a pretty uh, big... Victory supporter has a title of uh, Melbourne champions gone. We score, oh, Matt. Uh, Matt, we're just, we're just uh, you're cutting in and out, so um, we'll give you one more try. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, All just right. wondering if um, if you think City's taken over now as the. Uh, the Melbourne Kings over victory. No, no, way too early. Yeah, no, I, no, Vinny, what do you think? Because you're the yeah, victory, no, not, not, You've got to have some silverware that's, yeah. uh, you know, the FFA Cup <laughs> might help a little bit, but you've got to get some, you've got to get the toilet seat, surely. The, the FFA Cup will make no difference to the length of the straight that victory have yeah. over City at the moment in winning, uh, winning trophies. Yeah. We've got to talk about City doing this for three or four years now. Uh, and they're, they're not, there's, and as much as we all know they're a better side this year, they've got to do something this year to even get that going. So there's no, really. Uh, and by pure year, by pure weight of years that victory had by way of a start, I'm not blaming City or Heart City, it's just that they started a lot later. They, had, they need time to now get a bit of momentum, have a successful time side that wins things over time. And then they can maybe start eating into some of the uh, you know, market dominance that victory have. The other thing I'd say about City at the moment uh, that gives them maybe a little bit of, of an edge for the moment is that they, they've got a few players that people are talking about that, mm. and it, it's not just Super Tim. So they are the talk of the town. That doesn't mean they own the town quite yet. Mm. Matt, are you still there, Matt? Yeah. Uh, now, Matt, I know you're a Victory fan, but Bratton or Moy? Oh, definitely Moy. Definitely Moy. Okay, Moy's number okay. three. You've got three? I only because I've never heard of Bran. <laughs> you never heard of Bratton. Okay, well, he played tonight. He, he played, played pretty tonight. well. Okay, thanks for your call, Matt. Matt. Uh, take care on the road. Um, let's go to Tom in Greenvale. G'day, Tom. Welcome to the final whistle. G'day, Warren. How are you? Yeah, no, it's Rodrigo here, yeah, but uh, Warren's no, here as well. I'll answer your question. Don't worry. <laughs> no, uh, Carlos, I think you've got a victory <laughs> top underneath you. you there, mate. So let's be honest and say that um, we are playing a better form of football than what victory are. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you're doing, Tom. Victory haven't been able to play a replace... Finkler or Milligan? And that's no, a big difference between the out. two sides, I reckon. No, I forced them out. Carlos. No, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's... You go, boy. Go, I'm, boy. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not actually suggesting why they've left or whose fault it was or whatever. But right now, the difference between victory being on par with City or not is the fact that they haven't been, re- been able to replace Finkler or Milligan. If they had those two, I think these two sides would be on a par, personally. Oh, you got you got one person to blame for that. Who's that? And who would that and be? That's, that's Kevin Musk. It's okay. narrow-mindedness and keeping the, the forfattle and getting rid of uh, Barbarossus and uh, Flinker. What a, what a silly decision that is. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I think... Yeah, but I don't think Muskie got rid of them. No, they, the he re-signed Calfala, Ben Calfala yeah. off the good season. And then 
probably found himself in a position where maybe for money reasons or whatever, couldn't sign Finkler yep. and the contract ran out. So yeah. I'm not sure the Barbarousas thing, because there may have been a, a go-home factor yeah, for Costa yeah. Barbarousas. But with Finkler, I think it's closer to it Brazil. was either Ben Calfalar <laughs> or... With Finkler, it was closer to Brazil. Yeah, well, it? it's not <laughs> as big a swim, for sure. It's he missed the... Ernie. He wanted to be with Ernie. So I, th- I think there's probably some something in that, but not totally. Tom, you there? Yep. What about Knights in White Bratton? Yeah, that's all right too. That's all right, isn't it? So, so far we've got Smooth as Satin, that's our Bratton, <laughs> yeah. Knights in White Bratton. And you could play the song in the background too. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, before you go there, mate, uh, yeah. Moy or Bratton? Definitely Bratton. Okay, oh, Bratton. Got number one for Bratton. Hey, thanks for your call, And by the Tom. way, Tom, I know you, you don't like what I say sometimes, and we're sort of at loggerheads tonight, me and you, but I agree, <laughs> Bratton. I'm going for Bratton. There you go. Carlos has gone in. On you, Tom. 942 um No one wants your Thanks opinion. for your call there, Tom. <laughs> you know what? It's time now for Vinnie Venezuela's Best on Ground. Now give me a beat. Come on. You're so good. I love it. Turn it Best on Ground. Jeez, it was a tough one tonight because I thought Bratton's was all over the park and uh, dominating, but then it, it is for Neroli City and, and Bruno can just, you know, the cheeky penalty... Turns on a five cent piece. I've got to give it to Bruno. I've got to give it to the captain mm. because he did it. He, he's a leader. I, th- I really think he's a leader. And the fact that he can swear in English is exciting now. I think there's a talking point, Rodrigo. What's the talking point? Is the team better without Tim Cale? <laughs> is Bruno better without Tim Cale? Oh, well, I think there's a talking point. We'll address that throughout yeah. the night. Hey, that, uh, Vinny's best on ground uh, tonight was Bruno Fornaroli. Bruno Fornaroli. That was brought to you by. Best on plumbing, Victoria's trusted plumbing and drainage experts for over 26 years. Check them out at 1300 Best On or go to beston.net.au. And um, look, let me, let me tell you, they are one of the best plumbers I've ever seen. Great plumbers. And um, give it. <laughs> Rodrigo. Let's take a break. Yeah. And uh, Marcus, Ralph, Nick, Dom, and all the other callers stay on the line. Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United in front of a crowd of 10,053. 2-1 tonight. This is the Four Diego's final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diego's. Thanks for joining us on the final whistle this Friday night. Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1 for their third win of the year. Bruno Fornaroli scored twice in the 11th minute and then in the 56th minute as well with a penalty. And uh, Pep 2, Guardiola scored in the 64th for his first goal. Deserved goal for him so far this year. It's been good. In the good. 64th minute at Amy Park in front of a, an official crowd figure thanks to De Nino in Sydney of 10,053 Good crowd, people. good crowd. The Breton chants are going crazy on they the are. SMS so far. Some really good ones, some really clever poets out there. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go through them, Roger? Sure, let's go. So so far we've started with Smooth as Satin, that's our Breton. Yes. Um, Knights in White Breton. Uh, Frank from Narry Warren North, here's the chant, Moy past the Batten, we love our Breton. <laughs> that's a good one. That's not bad. Yep. And what about uh, Reese and Darcy on the road? He weaves his own pattern. Look out for Luke Bratton. Wow. Oh, they're really good. clever. Nice. Send us a text message on 0433981116. What is the Luke Bratton chant? We've got four, um, four uh, fantastic ones so yep. far. And... Uh, yeah, so I'm sure um, the Melbournians will have one next week. And if you're going to ring through with one, we want you to sing it. <laughs> like you would. Put some music to it too, if you hey, can. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. the final whistle hotline tonight, uh, Vinnie Venezuela. Uh, stay, well, stay firm. It is stay firm. 
Stay <laughs> firm. Hashtag. Hashtag. hashtag stay stay firm. firm. Fantastic to get. Uh, we've got a, a number of callers uh, yeah. queuing up here. Let's go to Marcus in South Melbourne. G'day, Marcus. G'day, listeners. How's everyone? I'll give it a go. Yeah, give, it, give a it a go. go. Yep. Oh, good, good. Bum, 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 Bratton, Latin classics. <laughs> they are all Bratton, Latin classics. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, that's my nomination. Not bad, not bad. Not that bad. Was, <laughs> that's probably fifth. Of the five that we've got, I'll nominate that fifth. Thanks there, Marcus. <laughs> I, I thought I'd but be it was a, a good effort to sing encouraging. it. Encouraging. Yeah. Not, not bad at all because you sang it. So, Marcus, what do you think of the game? You do tend to shoot the messenger sometimes, Diego. You know? No, no. Uh, <laughs> only, no, we love it. We love there's it. There's only Marcus. one guy in here that shoots the messenger. We love it, Marcus. Okay, look, we are in the year's mourning for the late and great Cruyff, the greatest Dutch footballer I think ever, and probably the greatest ever Dutch footballer. And do you know what beautiful is in Dutch? No, I don't. What what is it? Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mooi. Mooi. Oh, oh mooi. Okay. Mooi Nederlander is beautiful Dutchman. Okay. So, so that's my nomination. I'm going for Moy. Okay, right. good yeah, yeah. on you. No, that's good. Right. Thanks, thanks, thanks for your much. call, Marcus. Um, so look, far, it's four for Moy, one for Bratton. Well, Dean and Crib point. Moy for me, but Bratton will be good for Australia going forward. Yep. Uh, and right now, I'd take Bratton, and I'm a huge Moy fan. That's anonymous uh, text message there. So so there you go. Um, it's kind of 50-50 at the yeah. moment for you, Carlos. At 9429-1116, give us a call right throughout the night. We're here for a couple of hours. What about Ralph in Frankston? G'day, Ralph, and welcome to the final whistle. Thanks, guys. Uh, good to be on the final whistle tonight. That's good to have you. Yes, uh, look, uh, once again, Chris, Chris Beef showing his true colours has been a chicken <laughs> breath. But um, that's not what I call for. Just, uh, look, the game tonight was pretty good in the first half. I thought we really uh, controlled the game really well in the first half and then sort of got tired. I guess when you play three games in seven days, uh, you are going to get tired. And... Um, I would definitely take uh, Bratton over Moy. I think a lot of people forget how good Bratton was before uh, he left Australia to go overseas. And I think um, he will end up being probably as good, if not better, than Moy. Ralph, that's a really good point because people are thinking, oh, it's only four games with City, but Bratton was actually part of the... In premierships, yes. Yeah, part of that, probably the greatest side we've seen in Australian football in the Brisbane Raw team under Ange Postacoglu, and he was a mainstay of that team. And uh, and I, I know for a fact that the City group, their recruiters when they came to Australia were looking at other players until they saw Bratton play for Brisbane Raw against Melbourne City at Amy Park by the last year of the year before. And they said, who is that guy? We need to get that guy. So, you know, international recruiters thought he was that good. Not at all devaluing what Moy has achieved and what he's going to become, but I still reckon Bratton. Um, and now he's going to be given international exposure, hopefully through Ange. You don't, you don't know what we're going to get so, from this guy. Yeah. From a defensive midfielder point of view, for a bloke who plays a bit deeper, more of a Perlow role with more pushing forward, Ro- Rogic up front, <laughs> and also Luongo and these sort of players. Oh, it's really a... We're developing a very a special, plethora. a special, special midfielder. Good age too. He's uh, somewhere between Maddie, like if Maddie Mackay and Aaron Moy sort of mated <laughs> and, 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 and produced an offspring yeah. with the best of each other's qualities, sort yeah. of good engine, quick. Yeah. 
but also with a with penetrating passes, mm. you might have written offspring penetrating. <laughs> Stop. Uh, You're reading too much sire, into it, who's, though. Who's the sire? No, no in, the, in a, who sires the sire is the male in a lab. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In, in a la- is laboratory, yeah. uh, okay. Carlos. In a yeah. lab, okay. Could I just say though, on on um, Bratton, it was interesting last week. I think Mark Rudin was saying how he still doesn't think he's quite fit enough, and uh, I think those shorts. Don't flatter him at all. The shorts he's wearing. I, think I don't he's, think he's. I think he's sharp. I don't think he's cut his hair since he um, yeah. left Brisbane. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't got. I like he, that. He's a bit Nirvana. Yeah, he, he's not cut. He's not. A, he hasn't got the V, but he moves very, very well. I tell you, his recovery runs. If you see, if ever the ball gets turned over, he's one of the first to actually press uh, recover that ball back. And I noticed at different times tonight. City play a high-pressing game, and often he was at the pointy end of the press. So obviously he's been given licence to almost maraud box-to-box because he does get around the pitch. He doesn't look an athlete, and I don't know, like I don't reckon the shorts do him any justice, but uh, he certainly moves pretty well. Thanks for your call there, Ralph. Just off the text message, good, good evening, Diego's Alex Bellino from Werribee here. As much as, <laughs> as, much as it pains me to say it, Good win by City tonight. Warren has every right to be cock-a-hoop for the second time in a week. Thanks for that, Alex, and thanks for using Alex, our favourite word. Carlos, you know Alex. You know Alex, and good on good He's on a good you, man. Alex. He's good a good man. man. He's a good man, despite the fact he barracks for victory. <laughs> He's another uh, Luke Bratton. He, he made Adelaide flatten our big Lukey Bratton. <laughs> That's Riggers and Mikko on the road. That's uh, not too bad. That was but a joint. Uh, what, they, they came together oh, for that no, one? It's a collaboration, oh, Carlos. Fantastic. This is a collaboration. Yeah. In the car yep. on your way home. 942 9 uh, or 0433 98 Is that like Vander, Vander and Young? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Who else collaborates? Yeah, uh, right. What, Lennon and McCartney? Yep. Yeah, yeah they're um, pretty famous. I'm thinking about those guys that did show tunes, um, you know, the uh, Hammerstein. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Millie and Vanilli collaborated. <laughs> oh, they yeah, they, they collaborated. Yeah, they just, yeah, yep. they just moved yeah. their lips. It's interesting yeah. that these guys collaborated because it's unlike this show, which is... <laughs> Devoid of any collaboration whatsoever. Well, we're collaborating now. Hey, let's go to Dom on the road. Wants to talk about uh, Fernando Brandon. How are you, Dom? Good evening, Diego. First time, long time. Welcome Very to the show. Good. I'd just like to hear your thoughts on uh, Brandon Fernando's performance tonight. Uh, uh, Warren, you want to gush? Oh, well, no. Vinny and I have decided that he's the human equivalent of a garden gnome, yeah, haven't we? Because he's literally square. We, and you put a little hat on Fernando Brandon, and he could be an elf or... But look, what you see is a very poor haircut and a very <laughs> diminutive figure. But what he does bring, he brings great skill. He seems to have bought instant understanding with Fornaroli in terms of the way they want to play. He's pacey. He's persistent, you know. And I like the fact that when he wants to go down for a feigning injury, he will do so in front of opposition fans without <laughs> any yeah. any worries at he all. Doesn't he, discrimination, he doesn't discriminate with any simulation. No, he doesn't. No. He'll evaluate <laughs> his roles too. He'll just think, I'll pop another one in yeah. just for the TV. How many, how many did he do tonight, Vinny? He, you, you counted. I counted eight at one time. <laughs> but I, I, reckon, I think him and Kilkenny have got something going. You know how they call the, the thing he's got in his hair the st- like rat's tail? I think he's got a rat's head. <laughs> if you look at his head, it's like a rat's head. He's not a, he's not a great looking footballer, but geez, he's an effective footballer. Oh, he's a his I, wife and, I, and, I, and by the way, I would I was thinking tonight if he went to any other A League club and there was no Bruno Fornaroli in that team with him, I wonder if he'd be as effective. Those two are brilliant together. They are. Can yeah. I just say he can turn a play? He's 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 uh, 
capacity to just accelerate around mm. uh, 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 his defender is terrific. And so I, I really rate him. And he, it's almost exciting. It's like when we didn't know anything about Fornaroli and then he just took over. I think Brandan offers potentially the same feeling for me that I, yeah. I, I'm watching him all the time because he's just he can turn water into wine that way. Absolutely. He's, he's, uh, he terrorises fullbacks. But Dom, just what, what are your thoughts about Brandon? Brandon. Oh, Brandon. He just brings a lot of energy, a lot of uh, forward pressure. He brings a bit of South American flair. Yep. And can I just pay a tribute to uh, Brandon? Brandon? <laughs> yep, Brandon. Yep. There is something in the air tonight. The stars are bright. Fernando. Beautiful. Wow. That's Beautiful. Fantastic, Tom. Before you go, mate, can you sing for me Moy or Breton? Boy, Boy. Okay. Good man, well done, Dom and Dom and the Melburnians, yes. clearly. Well done, guys. Thanks for your thanks for your call tonight. You know, we use the word cocker hoop sparingly. But tonight <laughs> tonight Yeah, the fans are cocker hoop. The fans are cocker hoop. Yeah, I'm man. loving this. Yeah. Thanks for your call there, boys. And uh, Matt's on the road as well. G'day Matt, welcome to the final whistle. Oh, is that is that Matt? Oh, BT, how you doing? Oh, good, good. Just having a bit of trouble yeah. uh, with your call there, Matt. Um, maybe just uh, we'll try and get Matt a little bit later on, but uh, just having trouble, can't yep. can't hear him. Hey, let's go to Daniel, who's also on the road. G'day, Daniel. Hey, how are you? Very well, mate. Uh, we got a Brandon chant. Oh, okay. let, let's hear it. Uh, Luke Braddon is a player, he's a bloody hero On a fee from Man City, he costs us bloody zero Six foot tall, hard as bricky, super bloody strong Stick your victory up your bum, cause we are Melbourne City <laughs> Okay. Not bad. I'm, you, you kept that kind of yeah. M, not 15 yeah. plus. Yeah, not to, just, yeah. just well, well done, guys. It was never. okay for the yeah. time slot. Yeah. Did, did you guys think about that now, or is that an official chant? In the car. In the car. Okay. Can I ask a question, Daniel? Bratton or Moy? Moy, 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 Moy. Aaron Moy is magic. <laughs> he wears a magic hat. He's good at Europe, buddy. There you yeah. go. Good on you, God Daniel. You hey, sorry, Daniel. Did They're you guys tired. did you guys actually watch Roger Ramjet? Or <laughs> <laughs> what a great what a great cartoon, Roger boys. Ramjet. I, I was. All right, thanks for your call. I there. love football fans directly after a win. I love it when they've got a couple in a row. They're feeling a bit cocky. They're in the car with their mates, and uh, you know what? Despite you <laughs> trying to put something, you know, cast a a pall of sort of. Doubt and despair amongst <laughs> us because of Adelaide's injuries and and other things. The fans, the crowd, have yeah. lifted yeah. despite you. They're, they're, they're showing a lot of despair. The fans on the on the line tonight, mm, aren't yes, they? Yes, they are. A lot. They, they've hashtag stayed firm. <laughs> Warren, Warren, stay stay alert because right. now it's time for your tax audit. Come on. Warren's Football Tax Audit. Yes, Warren's Football Tax Audit is brought to you by Tax Talk. We love to talk tax. Give give them a call, 1300 366 639. Dominant of the team are waiting for your call, 1300 366 639. That's Tax Talk. Who, let's, who Left field it? Tax Talk. Who? Auditing tonight. I'm going to audit Yoshi, oh. first of all. Oh, he's too young. He hasn't. No, I know his parents, based on how much he's probably made out of the ad, he might need a bit of an audit. <laughs> but he's gone to. Look. 
I don't know. This marketing thing I thought was a was genius. You know, it was genius. It captured, you know, non-partisan people out there who didn't know what team, like Carlos, who even though he's been watching the game for twenty years, still couldn't decide on what team he wanted to have. But Yoshi has gone too early in selecting the team, and it looks to me on the back of Melbourne City getting the FFA Cup final and the Sydney president going apoplectic. That's the wrong Apoplectic. word. Apoplectic. Uh, yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> you know, it just looks like he's jumped on the bandwagon a bit too early. So an audit for Yoshi. And I've got to say, this is another left field you audit. You ordered a little kitty. Yeah, I ordered him kitty. and his family because... <laughs> and his family. And his family because he's gone too early. But he's got to be tr- another face. No, though. has he got the trust, has he? Is there, is there some trust that's... Sort of in the yeah the, yeah yeah a blind mis- trust the it's mystery his, trust it's for his future education yeah, yeah. Carlos so your tax audit is for Yoshi Yoshi just another, can I have another tax audit quickly I want a tax audit my little athletic centre which oh. will go unnamed because they prevented me from getting to the game tonight because the four hundreds were going on forever <laughs> so I'm auditing well, six year olds take five minutes to run <laughs> they 400. do I'm auditing my little athletic centre which will go unnamed all right so uh, there's Warren's football tax audit with thanks to Tax Talk. Let's take a break and come back with more of the final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. Thanks for joining us on the final whistle this Friday night. Melbourne City victors tonight over Adelaide United 2-1. Fornaroli scored twice, uh, once in the 11th minute and then a penalty in the 56th. And uh, Guardiola scored in the 64th minute. Amy Park tonight... A crowd of 10,053 people. Just off the uh, Twitter, of course, at 4 Diego's. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, get a little bit of conversation going with us. Anthony Grimer, our good friend from the FFV, uh, he's a uh, uh, tweet that he just sent out. Hey, 4 Diego's, great to see Victorian George Mals Jr. Uh, giving a shot uh, for Adelaide United in the A-League under Amore. Uh, and uh, and he's got a good point there because I've been a big fan of little Georgie Mells, a, a young player who was given a chance last year and showed something. I thought I thought he must have been a bloke they recruited from overseas or something because he just showed so much composure and skill for such a young guy. I didn't realise he was a Victorian, so it's good to see the FFV claiming him, uh, even though I think he'll go on to be a really good player for Adelaide City, Adelaide United, rather. No, no, I was just going to say from my point of view, the best chance so far. Yeah, what was it? The Knights in White Breton has got it. Yeah, unfortunately. So, so we've um, some of those have been anonymous. So, oh. yeah, the best two I think so far are, are anonymous. But uh, hey, if you want to give us a call tonight, nine four two nine eleven sixteen, and uh, give us your best Luke Breton chant because that's how it started tonight. Yeah. Can I uh, tell you who I like more? Who do you like more? No. Out of who? Moy and Breton. Oh, go go for it. Because I've been keeping my powder no, dry. No. Well, not really, but go for it. <laughs> Oh. You've been sniping on the side there for yeah. the whole show. No, no, I haven't. Yeah, your powder's kind of a little bit wet. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. He's, he's lost for words. Who's our, well, you know, that's you know, dead who's our, who's you our know, major sponsor again this yeah. evening? Well, tonight's tax Best talk. on Plumbing. Best on Plumbing <laughs> and Northern good. Football Academy. I don't want to be critical, Rodrigo, <laughs> but you know like in a game it has sort of chapters and, and the tempo and momentum shifts and stuff like that? I just think we've saw, seen one on radio here. I know. Hmm. Anyway, Keep going quickly. Come on, we've got, we've got a call. It might tempo. be surprising because I loved Aaron Moy, but Luke Bratton, I think, wow. would be a better player. Oh, wow, yeah, that's that. No, I enjoy, I'm not happy with that. I enjoyed the subtlety. He was your love child. Yeah, no, I loved, we, that's how we referred no, to no, Aaron Moy. I'm just Moy. talking. I loved Aaron Moy. We're dead but, even now. But the subtlety of Luke Bratton in the you, way you that he jumped plays off very, very quickly. Oh, absolutely. You just don't like Moy because he's bald, <laughs> and Bratton's got hair. 
That's, and he's that's more a, envious of that's Bratton. That's how shallow you are. Anyway, 9429 uh, We're going for an, another hour after this hour, so please give us a call. Let's go to Matt and Fifi on the road. I'm not sure about <laughs> this. G'day, Matt. Fifi? Well, g'day, Matt. We, we don't uh, know. No, no Matt's, in the, Matt's in the driver's seat. I'm BT. Oh, BT. Oh, BT. There oh you Fifi. Uh, from Ballarat. Oh, oh okay. Ballarat, oh, not from a Ballarat. Ballarat. Yeah, how are you there? Matt, you're on the way back to Ballarat? Yeah, we're on the way back. You're going to disco at the Canopy Club tonight? You're going to disco at the Canopy Club tonight? Oh, Canopy Club's ages gone. That's, um, it's been a while since I've discoed. I think, I think that's the, uh, the grand these days. Is it? The only thing that Carlos and I share in yeah. life is the fact that we've spent ill-gotten gains <laughs> at the <laughs> Club. I, I actually danced my Sharona <laughs> at uh, Canopy Club many a Saturday it night. It was very dark, Carlos. Yeah. Anyway, but go ahead. You're telling me. Um, as far as what I wanted to bring up was, uh, what do you reckon of Brucey Kamau for the Socceroos? I think he's our perfect right-wing answer, given um, Robbie Cruz is, is flaky at the best of times, but he's, he's not playing much in Europe anyway. But I reckon, I reckon Brucey's the man. Yeah, I, lo- I love him, but I can't say too much, Matt, and you'll know why in a moment I, I have to elaborate on it a bit more, but I love Bruce Kamau. I don't think he's quite ready to take over from Cruz. I think Cruz no, not yet, but he's certainly. But yes. I'll tell you what, Ange, Postacog- Ange Postacoglu was at the game tonight. And Good I'll tell to you see uh, Ange not sweating. <laughs> it's true. He had the blue shirt on, though. <laughs> I thought uh, that too, Vinny, actually. <laughs> I'm sure not only is Ange watching you know, Luke Bratton do his stuff and, uh, and a few others that he might be considering, but Bruce Kamal is the next generation. Excellent. What a great athlete he is, too. I think he's, actually, I think he's improved. Since he left Adelaide, and he scored in the grand final for Adelaide too, but I think he's improved. Yeah, he's under a Van very Skip. good player. Mm. Hey, thanks for your call, Matt uh, and BT on the road, yeah. and uh, yeah, take care on your way back to Ballarat. Hey, Carlos, it's now time for your young gun. I know you've got to dig this. Red alert! Red alert! Let's go. Carlos's young gun. Wow. With thanks to the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College in Epping. The Academy starts in 2017 and they are open for enrolments right now. For more details, give them a call on 9409-8800 or check them out on their website. That's the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's in Epping. Carlos. Well, and I'll tell you what, if my young gun, my nomination of young gun, had his chance to go to school again, he'd be going at St Monica's. Yes. Uh, the Academy there, the Northern Academy. Who is Brucey Kamau. Yeah. Uh, what a fantastic... He, he's a player. He's a young guy who knows his role going forward and back. He's a two-way player. He can press high and press with aggression. But when he got ball at feet, he's got all the moves in the world. And he is, uh, like I thought a couple of weeks ago, he was best on ground for uh, City against, uh, was it victory in the derby? Or, yep. Yeah, and then uh, and tonight, especially in the first half, and this guy's come off concussion, so he's got a bit of resilience too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I love him. I think he's doing really well. And I thought he was best, uh, sorry, the young gun of tonight. Thanks very much, uh, Carlos. With thanks to Northern Football Academy at St. Monica's in Epping. Make sure you check them out. Here we go. Let's just quickly do some uh, text messages. Carlos, the agitator, what will it take for him to actually support an A-League team? Should Yoshi give him a call? (laughs) I'm cynical about the whole Yoshi thing. I mean, Melbourne, really? This is... We should keep this to the second hour because this whole thing about, you know, him picking a team. Why pick a team? The marketing campaign is over. Yeah, I think that was my um, audit. I think I said that in the audit. Definitely. But anyway, um, here we go. Listen to yeah. this. Um, massive Moy fan, but right now the team uh, for the team, I'd pick Bratton. Wow. Here's our song. I'm not sure if I should do this. He gets our fans clapping. He has the opposition. 
Crappen. Yeah. He's our boy, Lukey Bratton. That's Moose in Digger's Rest. That's well, not too bad. Yeah, he's got a name to it, so he's a chance. Hey, before we go to a break, let's go to Nendo in Taylor's Lake. G'day, Nendo, and welcome to the Diego's. Hello. Yes, hi. How are you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, what did you think of the game tonight? Um, I thought it was a good game, uh, personally. Uh, and uh, it, looking at the young players, uh, they don't seem to be getting too much opportunity. Uh, I watch Melbourne City. I watch uh, Melbourne Victory. Some of the young players, they start off playing really good football and then they seem to disappear. Um, one, I remember in the olden days, when a player goes and plays, whether he's young or old, or what, doesn't make any difference what age group he is. If he's good enough to play, if he plays one, two good, three good games, as long as he plays good, he should stay in the team. Are, are um, you referring to anyone in particular, Nendo? Um, no, I'm, in general. I'm referring to, for instance, uh, Melbourne uh, Victory, the young boys that are playing. Gee, Pasquale's uh, been getting a good go. Sorry? Pasquale, said Pasquale. Yeah. Yes. But how many others? Oh well, yeah. I, I think I, I I think what we've got to do, Nendo, is that there's this fine line between winning games and filling stadiums and winning trophies as expected at victory, and also then the responsibility to bring young guys through. I think what I like is the fact that if Seb Pasquale plays in the first team at victory, he's earned it, and I think he's a boy is training the house down from all reports, and whenever we've seen him on the field, he's actually done very well. But got to remember, he's only like 17 years old. 16. 16 or 17 years old. So He's got homework. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of responsibility on Kevin Musket to bring this guy in uh, at, a, at, a, at a reasonable time. But you look at someone like tonight, Kamal's 21. Garuccio's 21 for Adelaide. Kito? You've got, you got Kito's a young guy. We've got also Choi? Uh, Danny Choi. We've got also George Mells. Um, also Chapman. I mean, there, there are, if you're good enough, you're going to get the get a game, but far I'm not, earlier than what you would in other leagues. Yeah, absolutely, and and, and in good competition. I mean, someone like a, a young centre half has got to play against a Bruno Fornaroli, or a young centre half's got to play against Timmy Kale. So, I, look, I think we've got it about right at the moment. Hey, Nendo, you still there? Just uh, stay on the line because, uh, with thanks to Football Federation Victoria and Roy Hay, uh, stay on the line. We'll get your details. You've picked up Roy Hay's book, uh, Games, Goals and Glory. So stay on the line. We'll get your details and uh, make sure you get that. Hey, boys, it's, it's time, time for the news now. We need to take a, a break there, Nendo. So this is the Four Diego's final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Thanks for joining us here on the final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Thanks to Francis Leach, Grant Brebner and Jonathan Howcroft who called the game tonight for SEN when Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1. Bruno Fornaroli scored in the 11th minute and then again with a penalty in the 56th minute and then uh, Guardiola scored for Adelaide United, his first goal in the A-League, 64th minute. Amy Park tonight and for those who are inquiring about the crowd tonight, 10,053 people is the official crowd. Uh, big game tonight. We took a lot of calls in the first hour. Give us a call tonight, 9429-1116. We'd love to hear from you. We've had some chance, the Luke Bratton chance tonight, <laughs> because he is a star. And we're getting, Carlos, on your little yes, pop quiz. Little, so it's about even. Uh, the question was at the start of the show, Moy or Bratton in your team? And uh, it's about even. And I, look... I think what people are, it just shows the maturity of our listenership because most people would just look at, you know, what Moy did 
you know the mercurial efforts that Moy had performed for Victor for City over the last couple of years, and what he's doing over at Huddersfield right now. But people aren't forgetting what Bratton did for many years for the great Brisbane Raw side under Ange Postacoglu. The guy was a, a mainstay. He was a cog of that team. Fulcrum. Uh, fulcrum <laughs> of that team, yes. Uh, you know, cog in the wheel of life of that team. Right, wow. And, uh, and, he, um, and now he's embarking on his soccer route. I think now that Ange has picked him, he's going to forge himself into the mix there for the Socceroos. And we did get a question. I don't know if you want to address it now, Rodders. Can you have Bratton and Moy playing in the same team? Uh, I'm really curious to ask Warren before I give my opinion. Warren, what do you think? Can you have Bratton and Moy playing in the same team? Yeah, I reckon you could because I think um, I think Aaron Moy could play the the Kilkenny role at the moment, or I think it'd be vice versa. I think Luke, Luke Bratton tonight played a lot more centrally than what he maybe did against Melbourne Victory. He was pretty much he was playing pretty high. There yeah, were times he, when they didn't have the ball. He was pressing. Yeah. He was a he was a foremost pressing player for uh, yeah, City. It's magnanimous of you as a victory apologist to actually <laughs> put Luke Bratton <laughs> up so high in terms of your ranking of, of players because he wears the wrong shirt as far as you're concerned. For me, I believe that uh, Moy can can play a bit further forward, and I think Bratton with his passing ability probably the best passer of the ball in the A-League, I reckon. He could play d- a deeper role. and But the problem here, Vinny, is if Moy's the pasty Perlo. He is. I'm thinking Bratton's got to play Perlo, like he's the Australian Socceroo version of Perlo. What are you going to call him? I'll think of something. Uh, question without notice no, there, it Carlos. is, it is. Why don't you help Vinny? 0433981116. If Moy is the pasty Perlo, yes. what's, what's Luke Bratton? Bratton? I'll just say this about, uh, I think, Bratton's a gun, no doubt about that. I think he he's just exciting to watch, and I'm I'm glad they've replaced Moy with Bratton because that's compelling football. But going back to the derby last year, the Melbourne victory won, which victory won. But I, I'm not here to talk about that. The ball from Moy mm. to from Mork. across to to, to Mork. Mork. Was unbelievable. I've mm. never seen a ball directed with such accuracy. It had everything. And, I, I and have any. I have. In and, the I, and I've seen Bratton deliver it this year. Yeah, yeah. Not Off as the good laces, as, yeah. sixty meters, sixty meters diagonal, yeah. right on the on the on the you know on the instep of the Bruno Fornaroles this world and, and Brandan and these sort of players. So uh, I think personally, Moy's a fantastic. He's, he's a magician passing the ball, but Bratton's up there with him. Yeah, no one's yeah. disputing that mm. though, Carlos. You're saying, but you're asking which one we'd prefer. And I, for me, mm. it's more just yeah. based on on that. Inesta. And, and I, I mm. take your point. Mm. He's been a great player for a long time, and we're in Melbourne. We're probably some of us are noticing for the first yeah. time. But I, I certainly would at this point keep Moy there. Mm. Iniesta, Iniesta, yeah, Luke Bratton. Nowhere near an Iniesta. He plays like him. No, he doesn't. Perpetual he... movement, movement. <laughs> Motion. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, short. He's not the, he's he's the chess player, you know, behind the scenes, the grandmaster. Yeah, actually. So who who would so obviously talking about Luke Bratton? Who would he replace in that in that squad? Here we've got uh, Bratton or Jackson Irvine for the national team. One doing nice things on home soil, another getting it done in England. Both mm, probably yeah. fighting for the same spot. Uh, what ranks higher d- for different, you? Different players, and I'm not saying Bratton's ready to go and take a first eleven spot, but. You know, Miller Yedinak is an enforcer in that Socceroo squad, and I think that's the value he brings. He's a protector for Not all Not much else. Well, you know, he, he does turn over the ball from the back half a bit, 
And if and, and Millet, you know, he's probably good from the set piece. He's probably three or four years away from, you know, playing another World Cup, and who knows what's going to happen after that. But I think the next guy will be a Millet Yerenak who can really pass that ball from deep. And we saw this with Vinnie Grella too. When under Gus Hinnick, Vinnie Grella was playing that, that, uh, that shielding role in front of the back four, but he used the ball very, very well. But in many ways, Luke Bratton's got, you know, and he hasn't played at the level that Vinnie Grella's ever played, but he, he may develop into that sort of player. Who would have thought that Moy would develop into the player he is three years ago? And maybe Bratton, with the right development, the right opportunities, maybe under Ange Postacoglu with the right system of play, uh, you know, he may be able to fill that role in behind our marauding midfielders, your, your Tommy Rogic. Well, he's got role. a. I mean, I think because Ange knows him, that's yeah. that's an advantage. And I think um, he, he just look. Ange wants depth, doesn't he? Now, Luke Bratton playing as well as he is, is he going to take Tommy Rogic around Moy's spot? No, he's no, not. No, he won't. But they but play different positions. At the same time, he's going to be in and around, and mm. you'd think that he's going to get opportunity. Tell us what you think about the game tonight, 94291116. If you call tonight in this hour, we will, we've got three books to give away tonight with thanks to your Football Federation Victoria. They've just, they've just text messaged this and said, hey, we're loving the show, They're we're loving the people. callers tonight, and we've got uh, three books to give away. We've got another one um, of Roy Hay, who's a fantastic historian, mm. been on the show many times, um, and when he writes a book, you're going to love it, Games, Goals and Glory, A-League Teams, Players, Coaches and Greatest Moments, and we've got two... Ange Postacoglu's autobiography or biography, yep. Changing the Game. Are we mentioned... Did, uh, yeah, he's got a chapter, a chapter uh, on yeah, us. Because yeah, <laughs> I've had some interesting conversations yeah. with Ange. There's 12 chapters in the book and we're chapter 13. There you go. So <laughs> give us a call, 94291116. It is the final whistle hotline on a night. Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1. Uh, interesting game. Warren, you're happy tonight. On a night where they own the city again. They, they own the city. They own the city. There's no doubt. Okay, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Let's go to Steve in Montmorency. G'day, Steve, and welcome to the final whistle. Oh, g'day, guys. We're, we're calling um, Bratton the Hairy Moy. The <laughs> Hairy Moy. Hairy Moy. Straight to the point. Nice one. So, there, Pasty Perlo, Hairy Moy. Yeah, yeah. Like it. What do you yep. think of tonight's game, Steve? Loved it. Why? Mm. Why in particular? Oh, I love Bruno. Great result. Yep. Are you a long time? City fan, Steve? Uh, way back to heart. Okay, so ha- where have you seen the improvement? I don't think... You're a bit uh, of a deep having, thinker there, Steve. Yeah, a bit of a deep thinker. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> Considered thanks, opinion. Yeah, just come back to us, Steve. Thanks, he thanks for your call. Does he? he gets a book? No, no, no. no what? Oh, I forgot. Um, <laughs> no, I liked his... Uh, I oh, liked that's his... a great one. Anyway, he's, he's gone, unfortunately, yeah. Warren. So oh. um, let, let me decide who gets the book. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. He gets a book, question mark. Give us a call. Let's go to Damien in Greenvale. G'day, Damien. You're in the running for a book. Uh, thanks, boys. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Doing how well. are you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad, boys. I just, just driving home and uh, I thought I'd give you guys a call. Uh, look, I thought we play. I thought with the team that we had on paper tonight um, and with the outs that we had... I thought it felt trouble at the start. I really did. But, um, look, we played as a team, boys. We played as a team. We mauled them. Um, our, our defence held up. Um, I think Adelaide only really had, um, or they had that one goal, but they had another shot 
um, which came and knocked the bar, but they, they didn't have much. They did not have much. We pretty much mauled them. Um, and I'll tell you one thing, you know, we talk about, we talk about um, you know, Fauna Rowley, we talk about Cahill, but I'll tell you one thing, the, the fan favourite at the moment, and with, especially with the little kids, he stayed back and signed um, autographs probably for about half hour, 45 minutes after the game. It's the little Brandan, Brandan Fernando. I'll tell you one thing, he is almost our best player, mm. almost, um, other than the big other than the big three. Um, he is almost our best player at the moment. And I am, every week, I am looking forward to seeing City, at, uh, City and it's been a long time. I'm also a long-time heart supporter, so... Yeah, so it's, it's going to be good times ahead. Damien, I think the kiddies like him because he goes eye level. <laughs> it <laughs> makes also, it much easier. But you know, there's one downside, Damien. We're going to yeah. breed a generation of kids who want rat's tails. <laughs> That's that and, is and a downside. And a on their forearm too. Now, Damien, before you go, Bratton or Moy? Um, look, at this stage, Moy, because he was, he was something else. You know, we, we got him from Western Sydney Wanderers and he almost revolutionised our, our, our side. But Bratton is getting there. Bratton mm. is getting there. Uh, by the end of his career at City, uh, they may be just... They, they may be, if we can grab a couple of championships, he may just overtake mine. All right. Damien, that was a great call Passionate. and you sound really happy. Hopefully yeah. I'm going to make you happier because you've just picked up Ange Postacoglu's book, Changing the Game. It's a great read. Uh, stay on the line and uh, we'll get all your details and pass them Thank on you. to Football Federation Victoria who just uh, text, us, text messages in yeah. just then and decided to give you a book. Well done, mate. Thank you very much. There you go. There's Damien in Greenvale. Good call. Let's go to Tom in Mornington. G'day, Tom. Welcome to the final whistle. Yeah, g'day, fellas. How are you going? Yeah, very well. Uh, look, by the show, um, look, I'm just driving home from the uh, game tonight. I'm a pretty happy, happy City fan. Um, I just wanted to speak about uh, how Kale actually fits into our team. I know you guys sort of touched on it earlier tonight. Um, and I just felt like watching us tonight, it seemed like we set up a little bit better. Um, and considering, because I was at the Perth game last week, and I honestly felt like, and you sort of touched on it last week as well, um, that Kale almost sort of kind of gets lost I wouldn't say lost as such, but it's almost like he goes and follows the ball around and um, it's almost like we lose that kind of attacking midfield, if you like. So I guess we sort of, I, I guess Kilkenny sort of drops back into the back four. Um, and I'm just thinking, having those two strikers, um, I'm just wondering how that's going to play out in the City this year, if they can both be in the same team or whether possibly Kyle can come along as maybe like a, like a superstar, maybe with 20 or 30 minutes to go, something like that. I just wonder what you guys thought about that one. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think um, City lined up differently tonight because of the fact that they had a few changes and they probably played with the back four a little bit more in terms of a traditional way than that way they'd played with Kilkenny sort of going in and out of a back three. Malik was playing as a centre-half Yeah, as a genuine sort of... Chapman, yeah. yeah, so that was one change. Look, it's interesting. You're probably right. Now, in terms of Tim Cale, he says that he'd be prepared to play wherever, for however long. You get a sense at Melbourne City he would expect to play when he's fit. Yeah, I think it's just going to be horses for courses. He'll play more often than not, and they'll probably go back to the way that they have played previously with Kilkenny playing deeper next to Jakobsen or whatever. But he won't be one of these players that will be saying to JVS, give me a rest. He won't be one of those players. So he'll want to play all the time. And injury, or resting you a bit with a bit of a dodgy calf uh, tonight was the reason why he didn't play. 
But I think there's a problem. This whole thing about, you know, him following the ball is a problem in that team. In that, at the moment, they've sort of covered it up a little bit. Uh, against Perth, you saw how ineffective he was when he wanted to help the team so much that he went looking for the ball everywhere. And as I said last week, when you see Timmy Cale picking the ball up from a short pass from his centre halves, you know that he's in trouble because he's not there to do that job. He's there to be up next to Bruno, cause some havoc, score one out of the box, get a you know uh, jump up, vertical leap, head the ball in. He's that very specific role, and that's why Ange Postacoglu has been able to. Um, prolong his international career. Remember under Osiek, people were calling for Timmy Cale to retire because they didn't know how to play him. Mm. And just playing him perfectly. And the team plays to him, but he's very restricted in his role in that national team. And I don't know, I'm not sure whether with Bruno Fornaroli in that team and playing so well and being captain, I'm not quite sure that City can use him in the same way. So it could be a problem down the track. I think he's an interesting... I think that that is a problem with him as well. He's better at the pointy end. I, I think with Super Tim, it's always what does he add to the team and does he add something? And I think he, he certainly mm. adds uh, something to City this year. So you've got to find a place for him. He... People want to talk about him. He can score goals. He's he's actually, you know, um, fed a few goals and made things yeah. happen. So even though we're not always seeing the, spec- the spectacular, although we've seen a bit, um, I think he's he, it's it's an interesting dilemma and problem to have. But uh, I'd rather have him on my bench coming on at some point than not. Here, Vinny Venus. Tom, you there? Yeah, yeah. Excellent, mate. Thanks, thanks for your call. That was an excellent call as well. You've picked up with thanks to uh, Football Federation Victoria, Roy Hayes' book, Games, Goals, Glory, the A-League teams, players, coaches and greatest moments. That is an excellent read, mate. Stay on the line and we'll get your details and uh, we'll send you out that book with thanks to Football Federation Victoria. There you go. No There's no, no worries at all, Tom. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Terry, who's on the road. G'day, Terry. Welcome to the final whistle. G'day, guys. How you going? All right? Yeah, very well. Yeah, just going back quickly, just firstly on the other caller who was talking about Brandon who sat back and he was taking his photos and all that. He was actually pickpocketing half the crowd when he was um, <laughs> waiting there. <laughs> no, no, um, uh, on a serious note, um, I'm a Melbourne City Foundation Melbourne Heart member. So I've been there from day one, probably missed about three, four games throughout the seven years. Um <sighs> I think, and I'm going to say it again, I think John Van Skip is, for, for me, um, he, he's, oh, it sounds a bit harsh, but mm. for me, he's a fraud. Okay. Um, that, is, that is a bit harsh, mate. I thought... No, that's very measured. See, the lawyers are on the phone as we speak. No, he, oh, let's Terry? talk about Adelaide for a second, okay? They are depleted. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, we had Colazzo out, we had Sorensen out. Uh, Jacobson, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, Amor, Amor right now, he is the best coach in the A-League by an absolute mile, okay? By an absolute mile. Um, and Melbourne City did go for him. They did they did try and sign Gombel, okay? Because they know what type of talent these guys are. They know what football brain they have. You know... Adelaide United, they should have beaten victory last week, okay? They should have got something out of tonight's game. I know we missed chances and blah, 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 but you look at Melbourne victory for a second, right? Kevin Musket is not a coach, number one, okay? He might be a great man manager, 
But football-wise, he's not a coach. So now you can tell me he's got a title, but he can thank Ange for that. Now that victory have a couple of issues, oh, you know, but we lost El Pierre, but we lost this guy. Yeah, so what does that mean? You know, look at Amor. Look at the Spanish football brains, the guys that actually understand the game. These guys are still playing great football. At halftime, Melbourne City only had five more passes than Adelaide and 2% more percentage. They were there. They still play. They don't come like Perth glory. That guy Lowe, he's, he's a coach, is he? He comes with that lineup and parks the bus. These guys will never win anything. That's why Adelaide won the title. Because this guy, he's learned his, um, he's learned his football in, in the best place in the world, and that's Spain. Terry, you've just ended the careers of four A-League coaches tonight, mate. <laughs> um, look, you know... Nine. Yeah, I, I, I think people aren't cutting JVS much of a break at the moment. And, uh, and you know, what I like to ask those people, I'm not doubting what, you, what you're thinking. Obviously, you were there from day one. Terry, you've seen a lot of lows, a lot of very, disa- very much disappointed, disappointments and things like that. But tonight in that first half, I thought you completely controlled the game. I thought it could have been anything, the scoreline, uh, without necessarily troubling the keeper too much. I thought the way the, fo- the football was played at times was Brisbane Raw-like under Ange Postacoglu in that first half. And the beauty of this team is the hunger they have to win the ball in their forward half. The, the high pressing of Kamau, of Bratton, of uh, Fornaroli, of uh, Brandan, um, and the guys in behind him to keep that ball in their forward half and turn that ball over, it was immense in that first half. And that's, that's coaching. That's getting the team doing it in a way. That's not something that can happen by itself. So, Terry, I'm hearing you, and a lot of City fans still think that, but I, I reckon that um, I reckon there's a, it's a little bit a bit, bit harsh, mate. I think we've got to see at the end of the year where they end up. Thanks for your call there, Terry. I really appreciate that. Uh, 94291116, give us a call tonight. Uh, it is the Fort Diego's final whistle hotline. That's what we're calling it tonight. Uh, Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1 tonight. Fornaroli scored twice. Guardiola scored for Adelaide United. Amy Park, 10,053. With thanks to Best On Plumbing. They're so busy at the moment that if you are a plumber and you are looking for work, give them a call. Mm. one three hundred best on That's bestonnetau Beautifully, the, beautifully done. Mm, thank you. This is the Four Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. <laughs> On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. Thanks for joining us on the final whistle. And the final whistle is back on Monday night, Cup Eve, after the Melbourne Victory Wellington Phoenix game on Monday. So make sure you tune in, uh, well, first to the call and then uh, to, the, to the Diegos at 10. I'm looking forward to Monday night's game with, with a lot of enthusiasm and quite a lot of relish because if Melbourne's victory happened to find a way to lose the game... <laughs> I'm telling you now, it won't. It won't be. They won't be at the panic station, but they the won't cars. Lose, they won't will, lose against the cars. Phoenix. Will be driving. They into, won't be losing against Phoenix. Who? How do you? So which you can player, predict the future. I'm just going to dismiss what, what you're saying. What Kevin Musk. What did Kevin Musk get? Just a fine. Five, slap on five the wrist. thousand dollar fine. Uh, he, does he have to pay it? Really, out of his own? Will the club pay for it? Or, I, I wouldn't have a clue. Because there may need to be a tax talk. Talk ordered <laughs> of how he pays that fine. Hey, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Give us a call. Tell us what you thought about the game. I've got one more Ange Postacoglu's book mm. changing. Can the I game. have that? 
No, you can't. Mm. Our okay. call is for our caller with thanks to Football Federation Victoria. Anthony at the team always do a fantastic job and always look after football in this state. Victory Melbourne could City lose. defeated Adelaide United 2-1. I'm going to mention Fornaroli twice again here because he scored <laughs> twice. And to, the, and to yeah. the guys who are playing a drinking game with, with their mates, yeah. every time, here we go, every time you guys mention Fornaroli, we have a shot. Fair to say, we're on our way to having a big night. Well, line them up, boys. Let's do, up. The, uh, let's do the... I think Fornaroli was fantastic when he was playing centre forward. And as a captain, Fornaroli was unbelievable. And in fact, as a Uruguayan playing in the A-League, Fornaroli was magnificent. And um, I think when Fornaroli ends up uh, lifting the trophy at the end of the year, Fornaroli's going to be a fantastic leader... And the legacy you leave for Melbourne City is unbelievable. It's going to be Fornaroli like. Fornaroli has actually scored four times. <laughs> yes. He's called Fornaroli times. Mate, this I'm season. drunk and I'm not even <laughs> drinking, Carlos. After that, so and, uh, uh, they, they are called Fornaroli City. Absolutely. Uh, the crowd tonight, 10,053 people. So that's the official number. Thanks to Danino in Sydney, uh, our caller from the north. Hey, let's go to Tyler. Tyler, rather in Delcom. G'day, Tyler. Welcome to the show. G'day. How you going? Very well. What do you want to talk about, Melbourne City? You feel good tonight? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty happy with the result. Gee, you're keeping a lid on it. Uh, yeah, well, there's, there's only so much you can do, I suppose. There's, there's a lot of rounds to go. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty happy so far. Do so you you've, think... been a, you've been a, 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 a City fan for a while there, Tyler? Yeah, yeah, since uh, season two. So how do you, obviously you've gone through some disappointment in the past. A bit more to cheer about this year. How do you see the team? Where, where has it improved? What's uh, JVS done differently this year to have the team in real contention? Oh, I don't know that JVS has done a whole lot. Okay. But, uh, um, certainly as far as the team goes, we've, we've, we've recruited pretty well. Um, we're, we're still probably missing our best player. I can't wait till Colasso comes back. Um oh. Moist is the word that describes Colato. Okay. Oh, is it? So, um, <laughs> Tyler, you, you've thrown me here tonight yeah. because I really want to give you a book, but I want you to say something really meaningful. Carlos yeah. has so, really led you into a big discussion something there. A, a little bit more insightful, mate. You're, you're, you're shortened to the point. Sometimes that's good too. That's not, ba- that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay, uh, Moy or Bratton? Tyler? Uh, for me, uh, I, th- I think Moy is probably the better player. Mm. Although... Um, as far as the A-League goes, I think um, certainly uh, Bratton's more suited. I think he's, he gives you a bit more defensive uh, prowess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah look, look, Moy for the Socceroos is definitely... Uh, he, he's got a bit more weapons to his bow, if you like. Yep. Strings to his bow. Yep. Tyler, kind that's... Of, kind of like fillings in your pants. Yeah, no, Tyler. That's not in your pants. That's not. It was bad. going so well, Tyler. Yes, I that's know. not bad. That's I think a, we'll take that book back. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I haven't given it to him yet. No, no. Tyler, just stay on the line because uh, we've we've heard what you had to say. Let's go to Nathan in East Keeler. Let, let's let's have a chat to Nathan. Welcome to the Four Diego's final whistle, Nathan. Yeah, guys, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Hey, a book's writing on this is Ange Postecoglou's changing the game with thanks to Football Federation Victoria. Fantastic. Well, let's start with, was the crowd the 10,053? 53. Was the 53 the Seagulls? Or? <laughs> no, we didn't count. Real, well, they didn't yeah. count those. But uh, so it's a real problem, isn't it, on, on the coverage, especially on TV. But um, in terms of, I just want to talk about the two, Brandon and, and Guardiola. Um, I think Guardiola, for me personally, um, is a better striker, much more technically apt. He's not as quick, obviously, and as um, evasive as uh, Brandon, but um, 
technically, you know, I think he's amazing. Sort of, uh, his touch, he's got that real sort of um, uh, Spanish um, Murata type touch on the ball. Um, and around the box, he's been unlucky not to score the last few weeks in the post last week against the victory. Uh, again, a couple of times. So I was pretty impressed with his performance again tonight. Yeah, no, I th- got- yeah sorry for interrupting, but I think you're 100% on the mark. I think if he had a if he had the service that, say, Fornaroli was getting at Melbourne City, I think Guardiola would be scoring more goals. And he's come close in the last two games. He moves really well, got good skills, you know, can score, I think, with the ball at his feet. And he obviously scored a good-headed goal today. So I think... If they can get some of their players in and around him, and they have been ravaged by injury early in the season, and long-term, which is unfortunate, you know, 10 and 6 weeks, so it's going to take a while. But if he stays fit, they probably hope they don't go eight games this season without a win because it would be hard to replicate what they did last but season. But they were poor in that, four, in that 12 or 13-game winless mm, streak. Yeah, yeah. But they've been quite good. Yeah. They've been a bit unlucky yeah, they in, have. in their losses so far yep. this year. Pep too hasn't. He's missed a few. Like he, he's got himself into good positions, and he could have scored sooner. He's opened up the account, and that's good. But uh, but he's going to be a darling mm. of the of the uh, crow eaters, I reckon. Nathan, yes. Nathan, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. I've got another point as well. Yeah, now make, make uh, that make that point because so far so good. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, I just want to just your earlier call from Terry. I think he hit the nail on the head. I'm I'm a victory supporter, and I absolutely agree with all his comments about the coaches. Um, in particular, Musket um, being, you know, obviously given quite a, a, you know, the team was set up ready for a title post Ange, and you see it, we've all seen what he's done at a national level. I just think Musket's, there's no plan B uh, ever. Uh, he leaves the subs to, to a point where there's no no impact from the bench. Yeah, but Nathan, he has won trophies since Ange, Kevin Musket. Don't forget that. A year uh, after Ange left, or? Well, I mean, he won it post Ange. I mean, People having yeah. a crack at Muskie now, and but I because I, 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 I don't follow it closely as far as being in the crowd and and listening to what the fans are saying, you know, during the game, is is the tide turning against Musket so much that the sentiment is he should go? Uh, I, think the fans? I think we're one or two losses away from him going. Really? Okay. Didn't realise um, it was that serious to tell you the truth, because from a media perspective, it seems like. You know, he would, unless he's had a really poor year this year, he's got at least this year and probably another. You know, and and, and not winning anything. I think he's earned that much. Uh, and I think the team's not that far away from playing really good football. I think it's a personnel. I think they haven't replaced Finkler. And uh, Beisler, Beisler looks way. interesting. If he's fit, that kid. I've seen videos of him. If he's fit and uh, and hungry, and I think he will be because he's German. Right, if Maximilian uh, is uh, is anywhere near some of the stuff I've seen on video, he's going to be a fantastic get. He could be the difference here, Nathan. So no, I agree. I agree. And you look awesome in the highlights. Mm. But, uh, uh, ben Calfella, can someone tell me what's wrong with that? Yeah, boy? yeah, he's lost he's his just, mojo. Yeah, he's fallen off a cliff. I, you can't, he's unrecognisable. Yeah. Look, I'd like to see FBK step up and be the man he was in in year one when he when he joined Victory. I don't think Oli Bazanik is, is is playing as consistently as we need him to, and I think Carlos is right. In the middle, we're a bit stuck for movement, and uh, look, Rojas is just killing it, but uh, he seems to be killing it all on his own, and he needs a little bit of help. So Maxi could be the the Philip for that. How long away before he plays, Max? 
Uh, maybe Nick. He might be on the bench or something yep. this week, is he? I'm, I'm okay. not sure. I'm not sure exactly. But, uh, but Nathan, I don't think you've got that much to worry about. Uh, it, but as Warren says, if they happen to lose, and they won't lose on Monday, but if they happen to lose on Monday, enormous pressure will be applied. But Muskie will be safe for the rest of this year, definitely. And I would be surprised, even if they had a poor year this year, that he doesn't get another year anyway. I don't think... I mean, it's... You shouldn't say never, but I don't think victory will allow themselves to fall into the to, to the same catastrophic decisions they did with Mehmet Durakovic that led to that season, which is the worst season yep. ever. They'll stick it out whether there's rumblings behind the scenes or whether they maybe should replace Kevin Musket. It won't happen. No. Hey, Nathan, congratulations, mate, because you changed the conversation tonight. You've picked yourself up an Ange Postacoglu changing the game book. It's a fantastic read. Uh, stay on the line with thanks to Football Federation Victoria, and uh, we'll get your details and make sure that you get that book. Thanks for your call. Thanks very much, guys. There you go. There's Nathan. And thanks to Tyler, too. You just missed out just by a little bit there, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. But uh, thanks for your call as well. Now, Vinny, question, because mm. you're the victory fan, sits in amongst the fans every victory game. Are you sensing that, you know, that... The the, the 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 tides turning against musket and because uh, I, I I find that surprising to tell you the truth. I think people are just frustrated with the way yeah. we're playing at the moment. I don't know that we're pointing the finger at musket that much. I think that uh, I, me personally, I I don't blame musket as much as just some um, poor quality passing and 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 mm. decision making and and a little little bit of bad luck as well. But uh, they did they did nearly well with the FFA basically put a line through it, but Diamante, who now captaining Palermo in the City are, they missed out on him mm. under the Jim K rule. They couldn't yeah. get him. But also the other one, SEN, they thought they had SEN. So you can't, you know, their, their ambition in the transfer market, I think it was there. They just couldn't turn that around. But I can't help but seeing big gaps for Milligan. Never replaced Milligan. He's hard to replace, Carlos. Yeah, I know. But a Bratton, for me, a Bratton-type player is a Milligan-type player. They could have player. got a Bratton-type player, you would have thought. Well, you know, Bratton was on the market. And they could have gone hard after him. And uh, and Finkler, for sure. I think when Finkler was his best, that link between midfield or the back half and the front half, that's him. I mean, he, he, was, a, he was a lifeblood for Barisha and Barbarousas. And Ben Kalfalar, mate, I tell you, he played wonderful football in year one. And he signed him and got an yeah, extension. Yeah, but he, he played for that extension. What I would have done with Ben Kalfala, multi-week contract. <laughs> you know, week by week. <laughs> and make him earn it. Because that's I think he got a bit comfortable in the end. So it, you know, I'm a little bit frustrated. Like even the other day, Mahazi comes on and he turns over the ball. I think it was against Adelaide and, yeah. and, and they score. So we're making errors, that schoolboy errors that we don't normally make. And that's what's frust- frustrating. I think... Uh, you look at the way they came back from in the second derby game in the sense that they just kept up the pressure and they were always in the game. So I think the fact that uh, Musket can galvanise the boys and keep them in the game mentally, I think they're, they're much different from the victory that was sort of having a lull a few years ago. I think that's, mm. that's one of the key differences. So I'm not calling for Musket's head in any way. I think that there's more quality that they can offer and they will lift. And it's a long season. You wouldn't be riding off any team. Last year, this time, everyone was saying Adelaide weren't going to make it mm. because they, they weren't winning a game. And, and look where they ended up. And I, and I think it's the same thing with uh, Victory. Victory win on Monday night. They've got two wins from their last two games, having come off, off the derby loss. So, I mean... That's okay. Yeah, well, nothing to panic about. I right think now. Victory showed plenty of heart so far this year, to be honest. And there's no pun yeah. there, but I think they have um, good shown... pun. Though, but the wor- yeah. but the worry for them though, Rodders, is that on Tuesday 
they came to fight. They came to play. They did everything they possibly they could. could. And they and City uh, outlasted them and was better. And that's a worry for them because that was as good as I think victory could have played against City on that night. They take on Wellington Phoenix on Monday and the final whistle will be on from 10 after the SEN call of that big game on Monday night, which is Cup Eve. Hey, with thanks to Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College in Epping, which starts on uh, next year in 2017 and is open for enrolments right now. Give them a call on uh, 94098800. If you're a if you're a year 10, year 11, year 12 student and you uh, have got the goods when it comes to football, make sure you check out their academy, Northern Football Academy uh, at St Monica's College in Epping. Fantastic facilities. And this school has had wonderful uh, football programs for many, many years, you know, over 10, 15 years, and they know their football at that school. I can vouch for that. Yeah. Simon Colosimo is actually their mm. patron as well, so the Northern Football Academy. Hey, let's take a break now and come back with more of the final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. On 1116 SEN, the four Diego. This is the final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Getting a bit of uh, funky music there. Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1. Fornaroli scored in the 11th and the 56th minute with That's a penalty. shot. And uh, Guardiola <laughs> scored in the 64th minute. Amy think... Park tonight in front of a crowd of 10,053. Some people may have just joined us, Warren, so yep. got to get the uh, formalities out of the way. Uh, 9429 Still got a bit of time for your calls or your text messages. But, uh, Warren, you had something to say. I was going to say, do you think penalties should be con- con- <laughs> They should be included in the strikers' goal co- goal course. scoring tally. Of course. Okay. You're trying to reimagine the game again. You've got to kick the ball in the net. <laughs> That's right. And if you take a good one, maybe you should count for two. Oh, okay. I don't know. The I like I like Bruno Fonarelli's penalty today. Although yeah. if it if it goes wrong, it's embarrassing. Yeah. No, I think you've got to show respect to someone like a Eugene Kolekovic. You do not take the Mickey out of him by doing the Penenka. Apparently, he wants to become a lifesaver. I was getting that message from his strip tonight. Okay. You know, the yellow and red. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could just see him yeah. with the rope yeah. on the shore, pulling in the. The kiddies. While we're talking about Eugene Galekovic, mm. what about uh, Dean Buzanis here? We're on the text message here, we've got, uh, what about his sweeping outlet passes to Josh Rose? They were out of this world. He hit him flush on the chest five or six times. He's actually um, a very good distributor of the ball. He's a modern goalkeeper in that respect, but he has his moments. And uh, we saw that against Perth where he sort of come marauding off his line and really didn't give Josh Rose a right shout. And a couple of times he gets angry with his defenders. And I saw him trying to... They had a close-up of him trying to line up the wall tonight. I know. I saw and that. the players are yelling at him in the wall, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? And he's going, move, move. So it was a lot of, there was arguments going on. And the referee's waiting for this free kick to be taken. So I think he, he's probably... He's got his chance. He's a little bit nervy about the whole thing. And his performance is a little bit mixed. But it's good to see... John Van Skip sticking with him because if you're going to throw a guy in and give him a red-hot go at being number one, you've got to play him for five or six weeks, I reckon. And if he's, if he's not up to it, then you bring Thomas Sorensen back. But will Warren, will there be a little bit of, I don't know, uh, dissatisfaction, a little bit of uh, a pro- few problems in the change room if Sorensen doesn't play? <laughs> You know, uh, really, it's You're, sort of things like this week. Cancers and tumours start. Oh, <laughs> and and Thanks, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy coaching from the sidelines. I, I said this to the boys. Oh, but I did, said that did, to the boys. At the end of the game, Timmy Carroll didn't even play tonight. He was eating party pies up in the corporate stand. And they interviewed him after the game. That's got to hurt, pitch. Warren. I think this causes issues, a divide. <laughs> 
in the change room. We've seen it in big, big, big clubs, professional clubs, Warren. This could be, this could de- derail the FA Cup. And, and someone FFA. will probably mention something at Brandon's hair, and that's yeah. going to upset things. Oh. It, well, it I mean, only starts with these little things. Well, it started. It There'll started, be a little jar of gel in Brandon's locker. It started on Tuesday locker. night because Jakobsen didn't, well, not. Jakobsen, Jakobsen tonight. Went, that's right. He was, he <laughs> he was, was angry. He was yeah, out. Absolutely. Because he had a clash with the yeah. coach. He's yeah. still in a cage somewhere. Yeah. Apparently, City cited him. For having to go at his own players, so Rodrigo, I I think what happens is, you know, these little things happen. The the you know the 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 calmness and the serenity of a of a successful change room gets broken up by a few egos here and there. Thomas Sorensen not happy, should be playing. Bazanis wants to keep his spot. Jack uh, Jacobson wants to fight everyone in his own team. Uh, Timmy Cale doing interviews when he's not even playing on the pitch. These things just. There's divides in the change room. Rodrigo. Yes, Warren. I'm starting to worry <laughs> about this season of the final whistle. Why is that, Warren? Why? Because, well, first of all, I think you need to have a good hard look at how you control oh, my, oh, right, okay. the show. Mm-hmm. But if City continue to be as successful as what they look like they're going to be. But they've won two and lost once. What's it going to be like for me having to deal with this? I don't know what it, it's it's noise, you know the noise <laughs> around, particularly from Carlos. I mean, Vinny is ex, he's okay, but thanks him. Yeah, I mean, there's no trouble at City. No, no, no trouble at all. They're not playing. Are they playing like there's trouble, well, Carlos? You can, you can counter his. I mean, Sorensen may be injured. He could we be don't injured. Know. He, so well, there's I some suggestion that he may have a shot. Bizanis, he might be happy Bizanis not to play. No, is, no. I think he slightly overplays his hand a little bit at times with the ball at his feet, but he's proved that he can shot stop. He's got good distribution. He's got to probably win the confidence of his wall at times. You know, <laughs> He's got to probably do a bit of work on that. But that requires find, you know, a fine understanding of the uh, protractor in terms of how you line up the wall against the goals, and that takes a little bit of time. And a so, Matt's tutor. Grade five. The best goalkeepers don't even have to say a word. What's they that point sort their of fingers angle? left, right, this and that. The the wall understands it completely. There certainly was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I don't know. It's not as if there was between the players and the and the goalkeeper when setting up that it's wall. It's not tonight. as if there was a packed house and he couldn't hear them. <laughs> That's they right. Couldn't hear oh, him. Look, right. Diesel George has hey, actually made kidding, it. Warren. Kidding. Diesel George has made a very good point. Yes. Only if Timmy didn't bring any party pies back to the change room for the rest of the boys. Timmy is a lover, yeah. not a fighter. I think yeah. so too. And clearly, Carlos, you know he. He's got a bit of a contract as well with Fox Sports, or you think maybe not with Fox yeah, Sports, but of part Fox of his deal Academy sort is, of thing. is to actually be the spokesperson. Yeah, I mean, he got to sit next to Yoshi tonight. Well, and that's, that's another that's thing. A mistake. That's another thing. That's a mistake. What, what, you know, you that? That's one thing I've you've done well tonight. You, you, Yoshi. you audited, audited Yoshi. <laughs> really, you know, a little kid. <laughs> you, every, every, every Thursday we get the ins and outs from the FFA. They send the, the document. Yeah. Uh, it's an official document. Players are proud to be on this document. And players who aren't on the document for their team lists, they're really disappointment, disappointed. They work their guts out. They do the full preseason. They work their guts out. And when you see this week's ins and outs, you see the Melbourne City team, they go through the whole thing, Sorensen, Musket, you know, Bazzani. And number 13, they've included Yoshi in the ins and outs. Now, that is a slap in the face <laughs> for any a, player trying to make that The team. FFA suffered a denial of service intervention from Russian cyber 
Cron this week. So Boys, it's been a big, big show. Thanks to Tax Talk this segment, of course. We love to talk tax. Give them a call on 1300 366 639. Hey, uh, Melbourne City defeated Adelaide United 2-1 tonight. Fornaroli scored twice. Guardiola scored in the 64th minute. 10,053 people at Amy Park. The... Final whistle is back on Monday night. Melbourne victory take on Wellington Phoenix. Make sure you join us at 10 on Monday night. We can't wait for that. Uh, that's it for this week's show. So remember, Carlos. We have a Puerto Rican girls hang out. We'll be there. We'll have you, Samba, Rumba, and La Bamba. We'll be there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet. We'll be there. Wherever gringos play football. We'll be there. We are the Four Diegos. We'll be there.